0: The
1: hour cometh, and now is, when the true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth, for the Father seeketh such to worship him. O Lord, open thou our lips,
2: and our mouth shall show forth thy praise.
1: Glory be to the Father, and to the Son,
2: and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be,
1: world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. The Lord is glorious in his saints, O so come, let us adore him. Psalm 95 on page 459 O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. The Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. as in the provocation, as in the day of temptation in the wilderness, when your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, unto whom I swear my wrath, that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 91 on page 454. Whoso dwelleth under the defense of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty.
2: I will say unto the Lord, Thou art my hope and my stronghold. My God, in him will I trust.
1: For he shall deliver thee from the snare of the hunter,
2: and from the noisome pestilence. He shall defend thee under his wings, and thou shalt be safe under his feathers. His faithfulness and truth shall be thy shield and buckler.
1: Thou shalt not be afraid of any terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day.
2: For the pestilence that walketh
1: in darkness, nor for the sickness that destroyeth
2: in the new day.
1: A thousand shall fall beside thee, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Yea, with thine eyes shalt thou behold, and see the reward of the ungodly. For thou, Lord, art my hope, thou hast set thine house of defense very high. There shall no evil
2: happen unto thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For
1: he shall give his angels charge over thee, to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee in their hands, that
2: that thou hurt not thy
1: foot against a stone. Thou shalt go upon the lion and the adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou tread under thy feet.
2: Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him up, because he hath known my name.
1: He shall call upon me, and I will hear him. Yea, I am with him in trouble. I will deliver him and bring him to honor.
2: With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation.
1: Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost.
2: As it was
0: in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the
3: tenth verse of the twenty-eighth chapter of the book of Genesis. Now Jacob went out from Beersheba, and went toward Haran. So he came to a certain place, and stayed there all night, because the sun had set. And he took one of the stones of that place, and put it at his head, and he lay down in that place to sleep. Then he dreamed, and behold, a ladder was set up on the earth. And its top reached to heaven, and there the angels of God were ascending it, and ascending and descending on it. Then Jacob awoke from his sleep and said, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I did not know it. And he was afraid, and said, How awesome is this place! This is none other than the house of God, and this is the gate of heaven. Here endeth the first lesson
1: today I'm on page 10 we praise thee O God we acknowledge thee to be the Lord all the earth does worship thee the father everlasting to thee all angels cry aloud the heavens and all the powers therein to thee cherubim and seraphim continually do cry holy 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 Lord God of Sabaoth heaven and earth are full of the majesty of thy glory When thou tookest upon thee to deliver man, thou didst humble thyself to be born of a virgin. When thou hast overcome the sharpness of death, thou didst open the kingdom of heaven to all believers. Thou sittest at the right hand of God in the glory of the Father. We believe that thou shalt come to be our judge. We therefore pray thee, Help Thy servants whom Thou hast redeemed with Thy precious blood. Make them to be numbered with Thy saints in glory everlasting. O Lord, save Thy people, and bless Thine heritage. Govern them, and lift them up forever. Day by day we magnify Thee, and we worship Thy name ever, world without end. Vouchsafe, O Lord, to keep us this day without sin. O Lord, have mercy upon us, have mercy upon us. O Lord, let thy mercy be upon us as our trust is in thee. O Lord, in thee have I trusted. Let me never be confounded.
0: Here begins
4: the 43rd verse of the first chapter of the Gospel according to St. John. The following day Jesus wanted to go to Galilee and he found Philip and said to him, Follow me. Now Philip was from Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael and said to him, We have found him of whom Moses and the Law and also the Prophets wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. And Nathanael said to him, Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Philip said to him, Come and see. Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him and said of him, Behold, an Israelite indeed, in whom is no deceit. Nathanael said to him, How do you know me? Jesus answered and said to him, Before Philip called you, when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. Nathanael answered and said to him, Rabbi, you are the Son of God, you are the King of Israel. Jesus answered and said to him, Because I said to you, I saw you under the fig tree, do you believe? You will see greater things than these. And he said to him, Most assuredly I say to you, Hereafter you shall see heaven open, and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. Here ends the second
0: lesson. Jubilate
1: on page 15. O oh, be joyful the Lord all ye lands, serve the Lord with gladness, and come before his presence with a song. Be sure that the Lord he is God, it is he that hath made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. O go your way into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him, and speak good of his name. For the Lord is gracious, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth from generation to generation. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end O Lord, show thy mercy
0: upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O
1: God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Almighty and everlasting God, who didst give to thine apostle Bartholomew, grace truly to believe and to preach thy word. Grant, we beseech thee unto thy church, to love that word which he believed, both to preach and receive the same, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Let thy merciful ears, O Lord, be open to the prayers of thy humble servants, and that they may obtain their petitions. Make them to ask such things as shall please thee, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defendest us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries,
5: We're celebrating the Feast of St. Bartholomew, who is um, identified with Nathaniel of John's Gospel uh, because in the Synoptic Gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, there's a Bartholomew, but no Nathaniel, and the Bartholomew is always with Philip, and in John's Gospel, there's a Nathaniel with Philip, so the connection is made, and also John says more about uh Nathaniel than uh any of the other gospels say about Bar- Bartholomew because he just tends to appear in lists of apostles. So our main story here is this encounter um where um you know Nathaniel says you know can anything good thing come out of Nazareth Jesus calls him an Israelite and him in whom is no guile and then he says he saw him and he saw my Lord and God. And he says, You think this is great? You'll see angels ascending and descending upon the Son of Man, which takes us back to the um <clears throat> to the passage, uh, our first lesson. And I realize in, in kind of looking this over today that the prayer book does violence to um to really the connection by excising the verses. Um it gave us Genesis twenty-eight, ten through twelve, and sixteen, seventeen. But in thirteen fourteen he makes the promise of uh, Genesis twenty eight thirteen um, After he sees the angels ascending and descending, he says, behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord God of Abraham, your father, and the God of Isaac, the land on which you lie, I'll give to you and your descendants and your descendants shall be as the dust of the earth and you shall spread abroad to the west and to the east, to the north and to the south. And in you and your seed, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. And this idea of you and your seed is something that St. Paul picks up about Abraham, to Abraham and his seed where the promise is made. So what's really being done with Jacob here in this sort of appearance, this is a scene where Jacob is fleeing from his brother Esau whom he's cheated. He's going to his family up in Haran uh, to, to avoid the wrath, and he encounters God on the way and the promises restated to Jacob by an epiphany of angels ascending and descending that to his seed, his descendant, the inheritance will be given. And in the fullness of the New Testament revelation, we understand that the descendant, it's not plural, but singular Christ. In Christ is the inheritance and everybody comes in the inheritance through Christ. What's interesting there about that is Jacob takes this vision and makes Bethel a holy place. Oh, this is the great place. But that's not really what the passage says. The passage says, here's angels descending and, and descending really upon you and, and because the promise is to you and your descendants. And so when Jesus says in John's gospel, you'll see angels ascending and descending upon the son of man, upon me, he means I'm the fulfillment of what Jacob saw. And what's interesting about this there's always a tendency in the tradition to conflate locations with connection to God. Um, I've seen the, um, for example, this, this is none other than the gate of God, the gate of heaven, that, that, you know, of that passage used for churches. They put this is none other than the gate of heaven. You know, the, the fact that the church is the place where God dwells. But that's also kind of a, like a half truth that really it is. Christ is the one in whom whom God, God dwells. And his body, the church, is the entity in whom God dwells through the Spirit. That is the church. The significance of buildings and places are they are the historical locations where the church gathers. And when the church gathers in that location and meets God, that historical location, that place takes on a spiritual significance. But of course, if the body in that place becomes apostate and falls away from the faith, that's what makes churches become museums rather than living places of encounter. And so we can never separate the worshiping of the body of Christ in the spirit with the location. If we try to make the location, oh, this is a holy place, but no one ever really is worshiping the one true God in it, it's what makes Um, some churches become museums rather than churches. You go in and you see, I had this experience in England with some of the churches visited where it's like, this is a beautiful place, but it feels like a museum because there's not a current living experience of God in it. And so we have to be careful. It doesn't mean places are unimportant. Our own church is important because we gather as a community and meet God there, and it's significant. But because of the living faith of the community, the building takes on a significance. If we lose our faith, the building becomes a museum, a place that somebody at some point in time met God, but nobody does anymore. So Jacob makes this mistake. This is a holy place. And God is really saying, no, you are someone who is the bearer of the holy seed and your descendants are the ones who will inherit the promise. And so something there. One other thought, too, just about not much is known about uh Nathaniel Bartholomew, the tradition he went to India and Armenia. He's seen as the patron of the Armenian Apostolic Church. And one note about these apostles whom we celebrate, we know very little about most of them, but they all went and were martyred, the tradition of Bar- Bartholomew, that he was skinned alive and became the patron saint of tanners. That's what we do with saints. Um, but they, they bear witness to the fact that mission, we talk a lot about mission, that mission always involves great sacrifice. Bartholomew, to be a missionary to our Indian Armenia, had to leave his family, his country, and go somewhere and die. And now we laud him because he planted the seed of the gospel. And one of the problems we have with mission uh, sometimes is we're so conflate religion with comfort. Oh, this is the my faith comforts me. And it's hard for us sometimes to push out and and to actually be a missionary. You have to give up your comfort and go somewhere and become very uncomfortable so you can be present in another place as a witness. And only when there is this willingness to sacrifice something of our comfort for mission is their true mission. So as we think about the apostles, think a little bit, you know, our own sacrifices are varied. God calls us all the different things. But if we really want to be a missionary, we have to move out of our comfort zone into a place where we're present for someone else and will always involve some kind of discomfort. Mission and discomfort and displacement are all sort of synonymous uh, in in the New Testament. So a few thoughts about today's lessons and feast.
1: We'll continue with the prayer for all conditions of men on the bottom of page 18. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are anyways any afflicted or distressed, in mind, body, or estate. by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining us in prayer this morning. Hope you have a great Wednesday.
0: Um, Thank you, Bishop Scarlett. Thank you. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Thank you. Have a great day.